This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together After Dark Edition. We're going to continue with this series of games that you kind of play with, you know, 12 and above kids. Yeah. And, you know, put those little kids to bed and play with your little bit older kids, you know, still cultivating those same kind of critical thinking skills, logic skills, you know, strategy skills, all the same skills that we talked about before, but in more complex games. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about probably one of our favorite games. Yeah, this has got to be, this is the one we always reach for when our friends come yeah. over, they always ask to play. We, we, we were we were almost, you know, we were just saying right before we started, it was kind of a, our least friction game between the two of us. Like, it's a game where we both like it and we both will play it anytime. Right, whoever suggests this, this is always a, yeah, I'll play that. And this is Space Space. And we I think we've mentioned Space Space a couple times yeah, you know, in past episodes, space. kind of teased it, but this is, this is one of those games that, I don't know what it is. I love rolling dice. It's just something really. It's just something tactile about it. It's I mean, fun about rolling dice, dice is like a classic, right? They've been rolling <clears> dice <throat> for hundreds of years. It's just a, it's a fun thing to do, and there's been so many different takes on it, yeah. uh, and I love this version of it. Uh, so space base basically is a game where you're going to have a board in front of you um, with one through 12 slots mm-hmm. and you'll have cards in those slots. So when you roll your dice, let's say you rolled um, a one and a five, you could either take the reward that you get on the card in the one spot and the five spot or the reward that you'd get in the six spot. So either one of the individual numbers or the sum of the two. Um, And you're going to use the rewards that you get from those cards to buy new cards to replace in those slots um, is basically how the game flows. And I think, you know, we've talked about this, uh, a dynamic that we like to see in games, which is where every time there's a turn, regardless of who is rolling, that there's actions to be taken by all players Mm -hmm. so you don't get into that like death spiral of somebody who hymns and haws and waits and everything and you and everyone else is just waiting for them there's no actions for them to take it's five minutes until it's your turn again (laughs) that's Mm -hmm, just not mm -hmm. something we like to do we want to keep it lively keep it active Mm -hmm. and space spaces i think that perfect example so as ariel said you're going to be potentially buying new cards and then once you buy a new card what's cool is the card that was in that spot as we like to say, graduates, <laughs> go. you take it and you flip it. And what's cool is on the graphics on the card, there's your main board activity, what action, whatever, whatever that action is. But when it graduates, you flip it upside down and then tuck it under the board on that slot. And what that bit is, is it becomes a, an action that you can take if that... A reward you get. A reward, whether it's money, whether it's points, whether it's increasing... You know, your starting spot for every single turn, whatever that might be, you can get score those points when somebody else rolls the dice. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if I've graduated my five spot and my six spot, and Ariel rolls a five and a six, I can then score those on my own board. I don't have to wait till my next turn mm-hmm. to score on my main board. I can score on my graduated area. So you're getting resources you're getting on other people's turns. On everybody's turns. And so the whole goal is to really just graduate all your cards up so that you're scoring on your turn, which is the main board, or you're scoring on the graduated area. And what's really cool is you can begin to stack cards on yeah. like the four spot, be really the three fun. spot. So when you roll and somebody rolls a three and you got three cards that have been graduated, you can score some serious points and mm-hmm. you can get some big time resources. And it's 
basically it's just a race to a victory point element but it's got it a, it's got this great element of luck in the main board in front of you are three piles of cards and they they have a, like a level one, level two, level three. Which is really an expense level, right? An expense the the level, cheapest, yeah. mid priced, and then most expensive. most expensive. Yeah. And then most, likewise, most lucrative. And cards. those are the cards you can buy. So they'll have a price. So say it's like five gold pieces. You buy that. You can then place that into whatever number that indicates. It'll say up in the corner, this is for a four. And so you'll play that into your four slot. Mm-hmm. And again, that's the four for whatever the dice is rolled. So if the dice rolls a four, you get that resource. It's such a great gameplay and the fact that you're having to either make these really hard decisions on whether or not you take both numbers or you take the combo of the numbers, right? Mm -hmm. And once you get above six, when it's seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, all the way up to 12, those rewards are are really lucrative. So it really entices you to, oh, choose the combo versus the individual. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of theory, a lot of gameplay, we really, really love it. It's such a fun game. It's also light in the sense that it, it has a space theme, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, the theme isn't very ships, strong in this one. But the artwork is really cool. It's cute. Every ship has its own name. It's really wild. Yeah. Like if you actually pay attention to the cards, which it doesn't really matter. I mean, space yeah, they're is, all little like cartoon ships. Yeah. It really, what I think is cool too, is the cards that give you rewards. It's not just like points. Some of the cards will say, oh, um, it'll point to two cards over, right? Oh, so yeah. if you put it in a good spot and two cards away is a really good reward, it'll point towards that. Or there's a there's a charging element that some yeah. of the cards, when you've rolled that number, instead of getting reward, you get to put a little cube on it. And then that cube allows you to do some special action during your turn later. So and what it's what's lovely is every card says on it, you know, in symbols exactly what it does. Um, and there's a really handy guide if you have any questions on it. So oh, yeah. it's really easy to there, know. There's a lot of cards. Like there's like, I don't know, maybe a hundred different cards. There's tons of cards. Some We've never wild, been through the whole deck. Wild things. But there's the great card, the game over card. Yeah. It's for the 12. I think what you charge it once. It, it, no, no. You have to roll a 12 five times. Five times. Five times. I thought it was like a two. No, 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 no. You have to roll a 12 five times. And the card says you win. So if you charge all five, you win. And our friend was playing with with her With her boyfriend. boyfriend. They actually bought the game after they played it with us so many times. And and she got that card. She bought it. And she put it out. And she rolled five, 12. And she won. Right. This is game over. (laughs) So what I love is this is a great strategy game. It's great to think about where this is wonderful for probability work, Mm -hmm. right? Roll of the dice is always, you know, there's there's this element of luck and sometimes some numbers get hot in different games and it's like everybody's always rolling fives and the next game no one can roll a five to save their lives. So that definitely happens, but there's a big element of probabilities here and where you want to stack your board to get the most rewards um, per per turn, per everyone's turn. So and, and it's, it's really it's, great. It's great to show that to, you know, a young kid who's getting into math to show that distribution, that kind of that bell curve where yeah. it's more probable that you're going to get a two, three, four, five. So you want to graduate those cards more often than to spend all your money on the tens and elevens and twelves mm-hmm. because those are just more rare. And just for them to see that and see that your card tends, to, if you're playing it right, will tend into that kind of nice. It'll have a nice distribution. distribution, and you will you'll see the winners tend to do that. Yeah, and so it's fun to see kind of the math coming out into the game, and it's it's for me as a math, I'm kind of a math numbers. You know, I love to play with numbers. It is such a fun game. I love playing this one, and what's really cool is if you 
you know, you play it a few times, you get comfortable with the cards, you understand the cards that are coming into the, you know, the deck on the twos and the threes, the second level and the third level cards, you start getting into combinations like, oh, I'm going to charge this thing and this thing's going to trigger that thing to happen. It's going to trigger this thing. So you could have these really wild, you know, combination gameplays, or you can just play a simple, easy game. We've, you know, you don't actually go into those, you know, more complex actions. Mm-hmm. You can just play it very simply. And still yeah. win the game. And I mean, still win the game, there's yeah. lots of valid strategies there's with so it. Many different strategies. It's really fun because there's lots of different and yeah. unique cards. They all say what they are on them. Um, everybody constantly gets to build up resources. You're learning about distributions. Uh, it, it's just it's fun. We've played it with um, we've played it with your mom, mm-hmm. and she really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I, I would say a kid who's maybe 12 and up, maybe if you've got a really math savvy younger maybe younger child, younger, yeah. but I would say maybe 12 and up would be good for this one. And um, it, it can play in about 45 minutes or so. And that's, yeah. that's I think, pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a two to five player, which is nice. Not all games, especially really nice games, go to five player. So so that's really great. Um, just it's a high quality game. There's a bunch of expansions. We don't actually have any yet. That's no. on my list yeah, right. uh, because we would love to. And I think that those expansions actually play through kind of a legacy element where there's a storyline to them. Hmm. Uh, I think there's maybe three expansions so far. Um, so yeah, I would say for us, this is we've had this for a couple of years now, and it's definitely in our top five games that we like to play. It works awesome as a two player game. It's great as a four and five player game. And if you've played it a few times with your, you know, with your wife, you can actually like have conversations while you're playing. And yeah, it's not so intense. It's not very, you know, you know, way we described it. There's a lot of actions. There's Mm -hmm. money and there's charging elements and all this stuff. And it's 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 a once you play one or two rounds of it, not like the full game. Like you just do a couple rounds of the table. You're just like, wow, this is a very like simple and easy and fun game. And you can just have a whole conversation while you're you're playing with it. So it's really not that intensive, and so mm-hmm. we 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 loved it. I don't know where we stumbled upon it. Where did you? Yeah, did, I think I like heard Dice about Tower? it on like Dice Tower yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that's nice too is it's it's not a very um, interactive game between players. So one thing that if you've listened to us talk before about games, uh, Matt's a very he's like a shark. He's very good at games. He's great at strategy. If there's too much strategy and not enough luck, he'll strategize me <laughs> into losing. Um, he, he doesn't strategize himself to winning. He strategizes me to losing and he's very good at it. And so uh, one of the things that I like sometimes is games that don't have a lot of inter- interaction between players. Yeah, so that There's none here. There's none place. here. So it's not, one player cannot hurt another player's board. The only thing they can do is take a card that you might have wanted. They can buy a card before you got a chance yeah, to buy correct. it. Um, but otherwise, uh, and there's a few different games like that that I appreciate that he cannot actively mess with me. <laughs> so <laughs> he's shaking his head like he hasn't totally done this before. So uh, so that's one thing that I, I do like. Sometimes it's nice to have interaction, but if you have if you have kids who are uh, who feel particularly sore about being like picked on, quote unquote, uh, you know, games where you have to like steal cards from somebody else or, yeah. you know, do damage to somebody or whatever it is. You have kids that have a problem with that. Low interaction games are really great because it's really just them and the game unless you, know, yeah, you bought the card. That they're they playing want. the game in front of them and they're trying to get the points before everybody else. But it's just them. And while everybody right. else is playing the same game, it's very... If you think about it, more decentralized type of game where everybody's, uh, uh, 
Seven Wonders is like that too. Where yeah, everybody's I mean, just playing their own game, but we're all kind of interacting and Yeah, I mean you're going off of you don't the die feel, roll. I, you don't feel isolated where no, you're no, just it's not away at from all. them. But you you're all playing it because the common, you know, um the bidding system on the uh on the game on the on the tiles that are or the, the cards that are in front yeah, of the you. Yeah, the buying system. That kind of brings you all into the game together. But it's yeah, you're right. It's not. I'm not like destroying your ships or anything. Right. Like Every that. turn you get to buy, and and just just for clarification, there's no bidding, like auctioning. Sorry, yeah. There's no, no, no auctioning. auctioning. Yeah. I I hate the auctioning element in games. Um, this one doesn't. It's just buying. But yeah, you're trying to get the cards before somebody else does, and you're cognizant. At different times in the game, you play it differently, right? You're going to be building up cards at some point in the game, and then at other times, and, and those cards are you're going to want to get more money. Mm-hmm. in those cards to help you buy more more and better cards and at other points in the game you're going to start shifting and buying cards that are all about victory points so you do have to be aware of where everyone else is at so that you can make that shift at the right time the, the end of the game is almost always the same where it's just like you look up and go oh no <laughs> and you start buying the victory points at the <laughs> end right. and, the, and then the game ends you know in like three or four rounds and that's over but you realize somebody crosses that magic 70 victory mm-hmm. point because it's a race to 100 and if if you yeah if if you see somebody cross seventy, there are these nice tiles. So there's this there's the three we forgot to mention there are the three level cards, but also there's a special fourth you know area of cards that are one through what is it like one through twelve one through twelve and they and they are just, just victory points. And when you play that on your board, you can no longer buy any cards for that spot. Right. And you know the higher the number, the more expensive it is. It could be like thirty. So you can use money to basically yeah. buy yourself to victory. Victory, yeah. Um, That's typically but they're how very the game expensive. Ends, yeah. It's one of these things. And whenever you're building anything in a game, mm-hmm. it always kind of starts off slow. It takes a while to ramp up, and then at some point, it's going to go hyperbolic, and yeah. it'll it'll when it, when you make that when you finally make the bend, yeah. then the game is over quickly. Um, but it takes a long while it, to build your also, engine. It's also a game. Yeah, you're right. You know, we've talked about this. The engine, the engine building, especially in a game like this where it's like resources to get cards, to get more resources, to get cards. There's an engine, uh, okay. a dynamic there mm-hmm. w- that is being built. And at first, you're just, you're barely able to afford anything. And right. the numbers are not coming up. And it just feels, you know, it feels like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do anything. And then like five rounds later, it's like, okay, I'm going to buy a three card. And I'm, I'm starting to think about my game plan to the yeah. end. You're it's right. so fast how it, like it just yeah. ramps up. That first round, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to take forever. And then like round three, you're just like, okay, I'm going to win this game yeah. today. Yeah. I like that they seed you with a card in every yeah. slot to start with. So it's not like you start with with nothing. You're mm-hmm. you're seated with very low value cards in all of the slots. So no matter what's rolled, if it's on your turn, you're going to get something. But you don't have any cards in, at all in your upper graduated slots. You have to put them there. You have to buy those. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're going to always get resources on your turn. Whether you get them on other people's turns is a is a factor of whether or not you've graduated cards. So it's it's just a it's a great game. It's a wonderful dynamic. We have fun every time we played it. I don't know how many dozens of games of Space Base we've played at this point. Um, it's just a perfect date night game, perfect for mm-hmm. family game night with those older kids. So it's super highly recommended from us. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!